Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. God will do the great thing. It's the new thing. It's the new wine that must be put into new wineskins. As we've talked about before, previously, in Joel 1, it talked about all the trees of the field being barked. All of God's trees. The branches there are made white. Because we, the ministers, are to cry, lament, and howl. Because the new wine is cut off from you. The new wine is the last great reign of a strength. That is the latter reign of the Holy Ghost. Now we know in Zechariah 10.1, if you follow the ministry here, ask you of the Lord reign in the time of the latter reign. So the Lord will make bright clouds and forth showers to everyone grass in the field. The Lord will always honor his word. He has magnified his word above his own name. He cannot lie. The Lord on his two attributes that he swore by, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. That is, that he's faithful and true. Because God cannot lie, that that is determined will be done. And he tells us things that will come to pass before they happen, that you may know that the Lord says, I'm God. No other God does that. The gods of this earth do, do not do that. Jesus tells us exactly what is going to happen in the words of the book of this prophecy. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ that he gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass and signified it by his angel unto John. It is the great reign of his strength, the great thing that God will do. The former reign was a moderate reign, that is Pentecostal. It is that corn harvest of wheat and barley. But now we're coming into a different season, a fruit harvest of oil and wine. It's very noticeable that in the third horse rider, the black horse rider, a pair of balances in his hand were being weighed and measured. A measure of wheat for a penny. Three measures of barley for a penny. The three measures of barley is that first season of God in the death, burial, and resurrection. That's the feast of Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of first fruits. That's the three measures of barley. For a penny, that's the man's life, his wages. That is where you place your treasure, there is your heart also. And a penny, there is the labor of man that he places his heart. Or your treasures, there's your heart also. Well, three measures of barley for a penny. A measure of wheat. For a penny, that is that wheat harvest in Pentecost, the corn harvest, which is Pentecost. Now, long time elapses, two days or 2,000 years. After the second day, I will revive you. And the third day, I will raise you up and you will live in my sight. Hosea 6, 1 through 4. Now, in that third day, we're in the third day now. It's 2023. Now, what is God doing? The many people think. That the next thing on God's calendar is the pre-tribulation rapture, which is a lie. The next great thing that God will do, the great thing is the latter rain, 
It's the last great rain of his strength. It will bring in the last day harvest of souls. There will be whole nations will be converted to the Lord Jesus Christ. When we find this great thing in Psalm 126, in the King James Version, we read it, and it states, and it's the seventh song of ascent in the 15 songs of ascent, starting with Psalm 120. But right in the middle of it, the seventh Psalm of ascent, it states Psalm 126, a prayer. There we see, and this is a song of degrees, progressive glorification. This is going from faith to faith, from glory to glory. And it states there, when the Lord, Psalm 126, verse 1, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Now I'm going to give you the original Hebrew also from the Hebrew Bible. Then there was war, there was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. Now the great things is the work of the ministry that judgments of the line, righteousness to the plummet. There he said, the Lord hath done great things, said it again, for us, the body of Christ, whereof we are glad. Verse 4, turn again our captivity, O Lord, to the streams in the south, the Mijab. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. There's the sheaf, the last day, harvest of souls, the great thing that God will do. It's still ahead in the latter rain of the Holy Ghost, the new wine that God will do, that we, as the body of Christ, must make ourselves new wineskins, just as it was in the days of Noah. Noah prepared an ark for the saving of his soul. Well, we're preparing an ark. It's called the priest's chambers. We are to enter into our chambers for a little while until the indignation be overpassed, God says, and my anger end in their destruction, not the body of Christ, the enemy's destruction. We are preparing our priest chambers now, which is where the priest treasures went in the chambers. That's what we are preparing now. There's no chamber to enter into if we haven't prepared it. And that's through the word of God, by faith, believing, with obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. That's Romans 6. Now we see, reading it from the Hebrew perspective, the same one, 26, Psalm 126. The song of the ascents, it's the seventh song, in the 15th steps of the ascent, and verse 1. In, that is me, return the Lord's restoration of Zion. We were like dreamers. That's the amethyst stone. Verse 2. Then he will fill our mouths with laughter and our tongues 
with jubilation. Then they will say in in the nations, the Lord is to do the great thing with them. The great thing that God will do with the body of Christ. You are God's instruments of judgment. When we take a look at Psalm 149, he gives us great insight as to the work of the ministry, what we're called for. And it states, praise you the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. What's happening here? Well, it states there that the Lord will do great things with us, the body of Christ. Take a look at Psalm 149. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the temple and the heart. Sounds exactly like the song of ascents. Psalm 126. For the Lord uh, taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. The meek shall inherit the earth. Let the saints be joyful in glory. There's the saying, the song, the song of the Lamb, and the song of Moses. Psalm, there we've seen Psalm 149, Psalm 126, the song of degrees. That we see the same in Revelation 15. That will be the antitype. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing upon, aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. What for? To execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people. Who will do that? Well, let's read the next verse. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all the saints. Praise you the Lord. We're called to be saints. Sanctified, holy, both spirit, soul, and body, growing up into Jesus in all things and all truth. There we see in Psalm 126, this psalm or song of ascents, the seventh song in the 15 steps of songs of ascent. It says, then they, the body of Christ, will will say in the nations, the Lord is to do the great thing. God is going to do the great thing, the last great reign of his strength, the latter reign of the Holy Ghost, the new thing, the new wine that must be put in, new wineskins for those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Lord is to do the great thing with them. That's with us. We are instruments of God's judgment. You are my battle axe. And just as Jesus said in the days of his flesh, the axe is laid to the root of the trees. We're to execute the judgment written. Punishment upon the people. That is exactly what God is saying in Psalm 126 in the next thing on God's agenda. The season that we're in. The Lord is to do the great thing with us. This honor have all the saints. Psalm 149. How many know this? Very few. How many will know it? All will know it, from the least to the greatest, for the work of the ministry. We were rejoicers. Verse 4. 
verse 126, chapter 126, verse 4. Restore, that's a restoration. Why is restoration so important? Because the heavens, Acts 3, 20, and verse 21, the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution or restoration of all things, all things of faith. Now, faith is the substance of things so far, the evidence of things not seen. Growing up into Jesus in all things that were not tossed to and fro by everyone to doctrine. Only the saints of the living God, uh, that of the servants of God, will be sealed in their foreheads. Revelation 7, the apocalyptic sealing that is essential in order to stand in these last and evil days. Verse 4, restore, Lord, our return like streams in the Negev, in the south. What happens? Verse 5. The sores in tears. Well, who's being sealed? Take a look at Ezekiel 9. Only ones that are crying out for the sins and abominations done in Jerusalem will be sealed, will receive a mark. Only those that are crying out with a burden for the souls and the sins that are in the land. Daniel said, Lord, uh, there, as he's praying to God, our fathers have sinned, and we're worse than our fathers. For unto us belongs confusion of faces as it is this day. He has a repentant heart. But unto the Lord, everlasting righteousness and holiness unto God. There, there, Daniel was broken and contrite. That is the man that the Lord will look for in the last days, these days. They is, that is the restoration and the restore, O Lord, our return like streams in the Negev of the south. The sores and tears, the ones that are crying out for the sins and abominations done, left up, spare not, show up people their sins. Woe be to the man that holdeth back his sword from the blood. We can't withhold our sword from the blood. We must stand and stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free. The sores and tears in jubilation, in the jubilee, in the joy of the Lord, they shall reap. They shall reap a harvest, this last day harvest of souls. The wanderer, he will walk and weep, carrying the pouch of seed. The seed's the word of God, as we all know. To understand all parables, we have to understand the parable of the sower, sowing seed. He goes on, he will come again in jubilation, carrying his sheaves. That's the last day harvest of souls. That's a promise to us, to those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The great thing is that the next on God's calendar, the season we're already in, that if we follow him to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning and he will come to us, the parousia, or the parousia, which way you want to pronounce it, the coming of the Lord, the rain, the former and the latter rain that the Lord hath long, hath long patience for, receiving the rain, the former and the latter rain. James 5 tells us that. Well, it's the last great rain of his strength, which is still ahead that God is preparing now for those that love and rejoice in the truth. 
were saved through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. There, if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning and he will come to us, the parousia, as the rain. That's the next thing on God's calendar. It'd be the reign of jubilation, a jubilee of a great move of God, the great thing that God will do, the new thing, the new wine, that we will be the new wineskins, and God will do the great thing with us, with the body of Christ. That's the message for today. I know that you'll be blessed. There we find that Yahweh, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, who is none other than Jesus Christ, who is the Father of glory, who took on a body of flesh, manifest in the flesh as the Son of God, the Father revealed. And he is the Son of God, is the Son of Man, which is the kingdom office. He is the head. We are the body of the Christ. God's doing it now. We can't miss out. We must be broken, humble, and contrite. <clears throat> we must have a burden for those souls, bearing one another's burdens, and so fulfilling the law of Christ. It's all up to us. It's a restoration happening that will the heavens hold Jesus and will retain him there, will receive him there until the times of the restitution of all things. When that happens in the restoration in the Elijah ministry, which John, the body of Christ, in the spirit of Elijah in the last days and the witnesses of God, and then after he's performed his whole work upon Zion, then he will come and he will literally split the eastern sky. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, the trump of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together and meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Many things will happen before then. The man of sin, the son of perdition will be revealed. Who opposeth all that is God or that is worshiped? So that he as God setteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Paul said, remember these things. When I was with you, I told you these things. Only he who now letteth will let, and he'll he be taken out of the way. Then we see the Lord himself will send the strong delusion that they all might be damned who receive not the love of the truth. It's so important that we receive the love of the truth, that we understand the work of the ministry which we are all called for and hear and obey the leading of the Holy Ghost. If God has bore witness with your spirit, your conscience bearing you witness in the Holy Ghost, then contact Dennis Beard. Contact me there at Sealing God's People at DennisBeard.org so that we can work together. Some of you are sending in offerings, and we thank God for that. Our Lord Jesus Christ, because without you, we can't keep going on our daily podcasts and live streams. The word will not return to God void. It will always accomplish that word it's sent. Been a blessing to you. Let's join. It's been a witness for you. Let's join together. Again, email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. You can also reach our ministry at dennisbeard.org. Our website also sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, and jcic.tv, as well as downloading our app, Sealing God's People, for our daily podcast focusing on the preceding word of God in the present truth. Well, we pray for each one of you, all of us, 
that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord. God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we will be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. As you pray for us, we pray for you. There, forsake not the assembling ourselves together as a manner of some is, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. And last for the day, the day of the Lord cometh, it's not in. Well, neighbor, this is Brother Dennis Beard. Until the next time, saying, Behold, the real Jesus.